Welcome everyone to Backstage Hall Pass, where we offer you an insider's view into the music industry. And on today's program, we're going to bring you a behind-the-scenes view of a Nashville songwriter and recording artist, and uh, mixing a bit of talk about his musical career along with a personal look into songwriting, artist influences, future plans, and musical memories. I'm Scott Hall, your host, and uh, we're going to take you and introduce you to a great artist who I had the opportunity to work with over a year ago in Fort Myers Beach, Florida. So without any further intro and talking for me today, uh, we're going to introduce here our friend Mike Godwin. How you doing, Mike? Hey, Scott. Thanks for having me. I'm doing good. Hey, I'm glad you're on the, the show with us here. It's been a while since we've seen each other. We worked the uh, grouper grapple down in Fort Myers Beach, Florida, the military vet uh, fishing tournament last year and had a great time down there. And that's where I got a chance to... Uh, meet Mike and and Mike you're doing a lot I'm following your career you're in Nashville and it seems like uh, your career is growing yeah things are uh, things are starting to pick up a little bit um, I'm coming up on two years down here so it's starting to get a little exciting it's been it's been really good lately well and, and how about kind of letting our listeners know what brought you to Nashville where you came from before that and uh, you know why you started playing music down there yeah so uh, well I picked up a guitar when I was about 13 and it wasn't really too important until I got into college and sports kind of faded out. I started playing in on-campus bars and met some other musicians and the idea of moving to Nashville sort of came up among some friends and one of my buddies said, hey, well, we should give this a try. And uh, kind of just took a risk and, and left home and figured I'd give it a shot. And then one thing led to another and I fell in love with it down here and I fell in love with, with playing and writing and recording and stuff like that. So I kind of made the decision that this is what I was going to be doing. So uh, two years later, I'm I'm pretty happy I made that decision. And Nashville's a great town. I mean, you know, uh, obviously it's where a lot of musicians go to try to get discovered right. and, and things like that. But just in itself, uh, Nashville, the town of Nashville, is just an incredible place to live. And, uh, you know, if you're into the nightlife, there's certainly plenty of that, isn't there, Mike? Yeah, it is fantastic. Yeah, the people are very kind here, and, and you can't go wrong picking this city for live music. I mean, everywhere you turn, there's a different musician with a guitar or a band and it's really, uh, it's really a fantastic place. Now, you you said you started playing about the age of 13, 14 there. Uh, you know, I'm going to put you on the spot here. What was one of the first m musical tunes you ever learned to play on the guitar? We always like to ask people that. Yeah. Well, I loved the Beatles from a young age, so I kind of started playing stuff like that. Some of their early stuff, like, uh, like John Lennon's It's My Life or In My Life. And then uh, some other things like You've Got to Hide Your Love Away. That was like one of the first songs I played in front of people. Um, and then things like Let It Be, all the all the favorites, stuff like that. And you're um, probably still playing a few of those when you're playing out, right? Yeah, every now and then. Yeah. I do still love the Beatles. I've branched out to some more rock and some more country music and stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, the Beatles are awesome, so I always stick with them. It's one of my favorites. And I was looking uh, on your, your social media pages and that, and, and you had some people that influenced you you said Beatles were one of them obviously but you have some other artists that uh, you followed and I thought it was an interesting mix and kind of mention a few of those if you will absolutely yeah so probably one of my bigger influences at least right now in my life is James Taylor I love his style of playing and and his finger picking guitar playing and his songwriting is fantastic I mean he's one of the best that I've ever heard in my life um, Bruce Springsteen was another big one for me coming up um, I loved his storytelling and his songwriting and then more recently now, I'm getting into a little bit of folk music like Jason Isbell and uh, some of that sort of country folk sound. Um, a lot of storytelling and songwriting and stuff like that. I think that's important. Um, but if I had to pick one, I would say James Taylor would probably be at the top. He's he's fantastic. I really aspire to be like him. Yeah, and you know, you're, you've got that 
eclectic mix there it sounds like and and what today in my opinion and this is scott's opinion only but a lot of the musicians are starting to sound alike you know everybody every song sounds the same and each artist you know there's not a lot of individuality out there and I think that's so important, especially in the country music world down there in Nashville, that uh, there's still storytellers and people that are taking a risk and not trying to be mainstream, uh, you know, as, as they call it, pop country or whatever at this right. point. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. You're starting to hear a lot of that cookie cutter stuff on the radio and a lot of it's fine. You know, it's, it's you know, it's selling and, and people are liking it, but that's not necessarily the direction I'd like to head in. Um, we're looking for more of that sort of deeper storytelling sort of stuff. Now you're starting a band, I understand, right? You're uh, getting together and uh, you, you've been kind of an individual artist out there, but you're uh, putting a band together. Yeah, so I was pursuing as a solo artist for about uh, about two years, up until a few months ago, and uh, I got a group of guys, these two other guys that I've been playing with, and we seemed to have some really good chemistry. We played a few shows together, and we thought, hey, we should do this. So uh, we formed a group. We're called the Northern Lights, um, and the name sort of came from. The fact that all three of us are from northern states. I myself, I'm from just south of Boston, Massachusetts, and then the other two are from Wisconsin and Minnesota. So we thought, being a group in Nashville, it'd be fitting to throw the fact that we were Northerners in there. It'd be kind of a unique name. But uh, it's early. Um, we've played a few shows and we've we've booked some shows out of town in in the next year, and uh, we started to write and play together. So things are looking pretty good. We're all very excited about it. And. Uh You've got some things posted, I think, on your Instagram page of uh, three of you guys playing together. Is that the, the group we're talking about? Yep, we've got a few uh, small little clips there, and we're in the process of making our own pages. Um, I'm just posting that through my individual page at the moment, but hopefully in the next few weeks we'll have uh, a Facebook page and an Instagram, YouTube, and all of that stuff so, so you can check us out and look at the band um, as a whole. But yeah, we've got a few videos up on my page right now. So, uh, folks, if you're out there listening, uh, keep that in mind, Northern Lights, and uh, check that out when it comes online there on social media and check out their page. Uh, I've listened to a few clips there. The guys are really good, and uh, you'll enjoy their music. Again, I think it takes it to a, a back back in time a little bit uh, with some of the music that these guys are doing and playing. Uh, Mike, you write your own songs, though, obviously. You've written some uh, songs, and you've, I know, uh, written a few songs that you kind of sent out there into the world. And uh, yep. you, ever, you ever looking, uh, anybody picked up any of your music yet? Uh, anybody recording any of it? Nothing at the moment. So that's kind of one of those things where down the road, um, if you go over to the other side of town, what's called Music Row, that's where all the record labels are and all the publishing companies. And uh, if you start writing with the, the right people enough, then you get into that loop, and then eventually you'll get a cut by one of them artists. Um, nothing has come of it yet. I haven't necessarily pursued that at this point in my career. I've sort of been doing a lot of live performing and getting this band together, and we're sort of branching out and putting a good set list together. So I think that time will come in the next year where we're all writing, and we kind of want to record our own songs. Um, we'd be happy if someone else were to cut our songs, but... That's uh, that's sort of half the reason why we're doing it. We want to put our own stuff out there with our own sound. Absolutely, and and you know what what are your songs about when you write your own music? What do you you know what are you what track are you taking with those? Well, a lot, I come from a blue collar family, and I think all three of us do in the group, and uh, we kind of want to write about that life experiences um, and storytelling. We're trying to get down to the deeper part of the human condition because I think that's that's where the most important part of music sets. Um, sort of that, that sort of a lot of storytelling, a lot of connection between people and, uh, you know, that, that kind of feel. 
Yeah, like the old stuff. You know? Absolutely. Like, you know, that old school uh, country, especially, I, I really enjoy the storytelling in there and, and you can hear the lyrics and you can understand them and uh, you can relate to them. A lot of people relate to these songs and that's right. I think that's important to, to keep that music moving forward. So, you know, you're, you're kind of describing it to me. It sounds a little bit folksy to me, but yet uh, with a, with a new edge to it, right? A little bit. Yeah. So we want to maintain that type of songwriting. Um, but our sound, um, from a musical standpoint, um, we're, we're big on, on vocal harmonies and, and melodies, very similar to the Eagles. We don't necessarily want to be completely like the Eagles, but we love their sound. They're more of a country rock feel, um, not too heavy, but not too light. They've got a lot of electric guitar and, uh, we're the, the vocal harmonies are what drives us. That's kind of what sort of raised our attention when we sang together we felt that chemistry and we decided to pursue that so hopefully we can bring a sound that's a little bit different from from what you've been hearing on the radio or or what you've been hearing around town but we think we've got a good shot we're pretty excited about it well and any musical artist uh could aspire to be the eagles you know <laughs> that's not right a, yeah they're, they're one not the a bad thing absolutely yeah, that's right so I see you uh, spend a little time at a, a place in nashville called tootsies is that correct Yep, Tootsie's Orchid Lounge, and uh, okay. there's a few other bars that we play at um, throughout the week. The three of us play um, together and individually about five or six di- days a week. Um, so Tootsie's is one of them, and then Rippy's Bar and Grill is the second, and then there's another one down the road called Honky Tonk Central. And they're all sort of managed by the same guy, so uh, we'll play at each of those three bars on any given day, um, depending on the day of the week. Gotcha. And if our listeners want to stop in Nashville and catch you, they can pretty much uh, look you up and catch you at any one of those places, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We'll be down there most days of the week and you'll see a lot of similar faces, but a lot of really good talent and good people. It's a good, good street to be on. You know, while we're talking about that, how, how in the world, I mean, in Nashville with the talent base that's there and, and, you know, I've, I've been there, I've heard people play and I've said to myself, this guy should be a star, you know? And uh, right. they're that good, and they're just playing a little honky tonk here and there in Nashville. Uh, the competition must be intense. Yeah, yeah. the The popular view of of Nashville is pretty correct. That there's so much talent, there's so much competition. I mean, you open any door to any bar, and you're going to find somebody that can sing or play. And uh, it's a little intimidating at first, but you sort of get into the loop, and you start playing enough, and you and you meet a lot of different people, and you start to f- feel like you you can hold your own in in this town, and you know, you got to get a little bit lucky in order to branch out from that, and you got to meet the right people. But you keep pushing at it, and it is a dream. So you got to you got to keep chasing it, you know, until something good happens. That's that's the view that we've tried to maintain. Well, I think you never know who's sitting in that audience. Also, you know, you never know who might catch your show one night and say, "Wow, I, you know, I want to sign that guy, or I want that guy to come play with with my group, or this or that." So it's it's interesting right, in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, all that all that dynamic to me is just amazing how it works down there, and you know you. You'll never be disappointed walking in anywhere in Nashville and listening to a musical artist. I, I don't think there's any poor talent playing down there in most places. All right. Yeah, yeah, it's a great place. There's a lot of really good music. All right. Well, that's good. And, uh, you know, we, we've talked a little bit about your background. We've talked about uh, where you're playing and some of those kind of things. And we're going to take a short break here for a few messages, and we'll be right back in just a minute. And, guys, if you're listening to us today, we're talking to Mike Godwin. Uh, he's Nashville recording artist and uh, putting together a band called Northern Lights. And 
the Northern Lights uh, group will be out there on social media. You want to check that out. Uh, keep looking for that. And uh, Mike's going to launch that here real shortly. So that's why we're having him on the show today talking about this and talking about his career. We'll be back in just a few minutes, and we're going to talk a little more about uh, Mike's fans and some of the people that come to hear him play. So we'll be back here on Backstage Hall Pass after these messages. Hi there, I'm Tim McGraw. One of the great things about music is how it brings people together. Kids like to hang out, listen to music, and talk about what's hot and what's not on the music scene. And playing instruments and singing provides a way for young people to get together and interact in a cooperative and respectful way. Kids who play in school ensembles understand that every part has to work together for the result to be the magical art called music. Your local school music programs provide a golden opportunity for your child to experience the rewards of learning music. Why not pay a visit to the music teacher to find out what's going on? Get your kids involved with school music. Welcome back to Backstage Hall Pass. I'm Scott Hall, your host, and uh, joining me right now, she's back from a big music festival, four-day festival called Country Crossings. We had her on last week, Melissa Michelson. How you doing, Melissa? I'm so good. Thanks so much for having me back. Sounds like you had some real fun over the weekend. Tell us about it. It was it was so much fun. You know, um, it was my first time playing this specific festival, and uh, <clears throat> I didn't realize like just how big it is so so many people and uh it was just it was such a fun weekend i met so many great people um that it, it was one for the books for sure good deal and uh tell us a little bit about who was uh headlining that and who played the show while you were there and that kind of thing well the night that i played chris stapleton headlined um which was pretty amazing and i actually didn't get to stay and watch his show because i needed to head home myself but uh, <clears throat> Lee Bryce started right as I finished. And then Keith Urban played on Sunday. Dan and Shay played. Bailey Bryan. I mean, it was four days of, like, some top, top hitters in the country world. Um, <clears throat> and then some really other cool people on a different stage also. Like, Walker Hayes was there. So, I mean, anybody who's anybody right now went to this festival. And it was just, it was so cool. There was so much going on. Sounds to so me much. like uh, Melissa's hanging with the A-listers a little bit out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a wannabe A-lister. <laughs> there you go. That's okay. You're uh, you're doing well if you're uh, playing the same stage as those folks are playing there. And, you uh, know, my my stage was directly in front of the main stage, and it was inside. Um, <clears throat> so you know, while I was not on the exact same stage, I was in front of the main stage and in the inside, and it kind of gave people a little bit of a break from the heat. Um, and, but they had a time just right where my show finished and then the big one, you know, Lee Bryce started. And then after Lee Bryce started, then Chris Stapleton came on, you know, 45 minutes later. So there was always music happening at some point on a stage, that's, which was pretty cool. That's so, outstanding. Do you, do you have an idea yeah. of how many people attended this event at all? I don't. I just saw the pictures and I lost count. I, I know the pictures I thousands, saw look like thousands and thousands of people thousands, like this. And, uh, thousands and thousands. Yeah. So that's that's it an awesome thing. Cool. But you know what? In the coolest part of all that, like I love I love playing to large crowds, but there was a little girl <clears throat> who came up to me after the show and her mom says, You were her very first concert ever. Oh. And sweet. I just I tried not to ugly cry when she just like wrapped her little arms around my waist and just like she looked at me like I used to look at you know people when I went to my went to concerts when I was a kid and I would just watch and wish and pray someday she had that same look in her eyes and I just was I my heart melted (laughs) it melted it's simply Um, simply a great story and 
That's what yeah. it's all about. And I mean, that's, that Absolutely. really is what it's about. I couldn't, I mean, I'll always remember her name and, uh, and the little look in her eyes. And like I said, there's thousands of people and I met a lot of people and, um, I enjoyed playing to the, to the crowd, but sometimes it's, it's the small things that really stand out for you. Well, I, so. I, I sure appreciate you filling us in on that. And we're glad to have yeah. you back on here today. Uh, you, Thank you know, you. you made a big impact. The folks that listened to your show uh, that we did a couple of weeks ago, uh, really were impressed with your talent, your music. And I think you got some followers from that, uh, out there listening to you right now. I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys. And I can't, you know, I can't thank everybody for their enough for their support. Like I just, <clears throat> there, you guys, those little moments, the big moments and, and people buying my music and tuning in. I mean, those are, I live for those kinds of things. So I just, I'm thankful. I'm a, I'm a thankful wannabe A-lister. Well, <laughs> when you're an A-lister, you don't forget about us little people down here, right? Okay. <laughs> I can't, I can't ever forget. You can't forget the steps you took to get to where you, where you are. So, uh, I just appreciate you guys. And I'd love to hear that, uh, Melissa. You're you're a true talent, and we appreciate you being Thank on our you. program. I'm sure we're going to yeah. have you back again. And uh, before I love we that. before we go today, I do want to ask you: How are things in Boring, Oregon? You know, Boring is doing what it normally does. <laughs> <laughs> Not a whole lot right now. You know, we have record temps happening here, which is really unusual. And Oregonians are kind of freaking out. It's supposed to be like 110 tomorrow, and uh, as you know, a lot of people here in Oregon. They don't have AC because we don't need it. Um, so a lot of people are there kind of starting to panic over here. It's getting above 90. Yeah, um, 110 so, is pretty warm for you guys, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I like the heat because of where, you know, I grew up in Texas, Oklahoma. So I'm fine with it. Like, it doesn't bother me at all. But I'm always telling my folks, I was like, I tell people, I was like, check on your neighbors. Don't leave your dog. That's, don't leave your dogs outside. Don't leave your kids, you know, outside. Make sure you got water, like. We'll get through it. It's going to be okay. Perfect. It's going to be okay. Well, Melissa, thanks so much uh, for joining us real quick. I know you're uh, busy today and running running like crazy like you always are there. So yep. we'll uh, we'll let you go for now, and we'll have you back on again real soon and uh, catch up with your career there. And, uh, guys, uh, real quick, Melissa, tell them where they can find you on uh, social media. You can find me on Instagram because Instagram is my jam, at Music Melly. Um, Twitter is also at Music Melly, or you can go to melissamichelson.net. And I have these handy-dandy cool little buttons where you can connect with me on all aspects of social media. So <clears throat> check out melissamichelson.net, and you can connect with me in all the ways right there. And if you tune into our show, too, in the show notes, folks, we'll have a link uh, to Melissa's social media pages as well. And you can click on her on our page at HallAroundTownRadio.com. Well, you've been listening to Backstage Hall Pass. We're going to kick it back over to Mike Godwin, who we've been talking to today on the program. And uh, we'll finish off our interview with him. Melissa, again, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks so much for having me. And guys, we'll be right back with Mike Godwin after these messages. It's pretty amazing when you consider that seven years ago, we didn't have the treatments we have now. We cure 80% of children with cancer. Go back 50 years, we were curing 20 to 30%. This is the miracle story of modern medicine. We understand what makes this cancer tick. And of course, without donors from around the world, this just couldn't happen. There's one thing we're focused on, and that's beating this thing. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Welcome back to Backstage Hall Pass. On the program today, I've been talking with our friend Mike Godwin about his music influences and style, and uh, now we're going to talk a little bit about Mike's fans and uh, some of the people out there in Nashville that are following you, Mike. And what makes a fan in Nashville with all the musical choices and venue choices? 
what gets you a follower? Well, it's kind of funny how that stuff works. I mean, obviously, the the street that I play on is a very touristy area, so you're getting a new group and a new crowd almost every day of the week. And uh, it kind of just depends. One day you'll have a, a small crowd, and you might get a few tables that, that really take a liking to what you're playing. And most of us down there have business cards with all of our information, and they'll say, hey, do you have a card or do you have any CDs or anything? And we'll, we'll give them what we have. And next thing you know, they're looking you up on Facebook and Instagram and checking out your stuff. And They'll send you messages and ask if you're playing anywhere out of town or anything like that. And that's kind of how we, we book gigs outside of town sometimes. Like um, someone will take your business card and they'll say, hey, I've got a festival out in this area. You know, would you be interested in playing? And it's kind of funny how that stuff works. Any day of the week, you could you could meet somebody that could sort of give you a gig or could just be a fan. It kind of just happens by happenstance, I suppose. You know, we talked about that with another artist here a few weeks ago, Chris Kemp, who plays uh, Fort Myers Beach, and he's in a tourist area. Every day it's a different crowd and different people. Right. And he said the same thing. You know, uh, when you're handing out that uh, info and all of a sudden he travels now, he just traveled for the summer across the Midwest. And everywhere he posted on his social media that he was going to stop and play, whether it be uh, Tin Roof in Cincinnati or places along the way there in Wisconsin, he got fans to show up from Fort Myers Beach who have been down there and seen him play. And uh, I went to the show in Cincinnati, and he had like 60 people that he brought to that venue himself because they'd been to Fort Myers Beach and witnessed his show. So the touristy areas can be very good for a musician, I would assume, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, it definitely provides for some good opportunities um, to play for, for a new group of people um, every day or every week because it sort of keeps things fresh. And uh, it really it really helps out from a musician standpoint. That's If you're pursuing as an independent artist or an independent band, it really gives you a lot of opportunities. So how would you describe one of your fans or, uh, I, I guess, followers, if we want to call them that? Yeah, well, uh, they're they're just regular everyday people. I mean, uh, I've met people from all over the country that come through Nashville. I've met people from my hometown in Boston, and people from California, all all different states with different stories. And a lot of them are there to hear country music, but a lot of them like to hear the other stuff that you play, rock and some original music, and and they take a liking to you, and some more than others, and some you know really follow you intently, and it's really kind of nice and refreshing to see that. Absolutely. And, you know, nothing better than having some people that become kind of loyal and faithful in your early career. So when you do uh, make it big, don't forget those people, Mike, all right? <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. That that happens sometimes, trust me. I, I've known some artists who uh, they made a little big and they didn't uh, remember the folks that kind of got them where they were. But uh, those uh, that tend to be long-term artists looks like they, they never forget their roots, especially in country music. And that's so important to the artist and uh, the people that follow them. And, Mike, uh, your, your fondest musical memories in life uh, in your house uh, your neighborhood town wherever you grew up uh, what made you pick up a guitar and say i want to play this thing you know scott i really i really don't know if i have an answer for that it was just kind of one of those things that that i always wanted to do i remember my dad would tell me that when i was five years old i always wanted to play the guitar and uh, i actually played hockey i was a pretty big time hockey player coming up and uh injuries and such kind of forced me to rethink things that was kind of all I did in life. And then I picked up that guitar when I was in middle school and thought, well, I, I really kind of like this. And it was just kind of a hobby for a while. And then uh, high school, it got a little bit more serious. I was playing in front of my class and at assemblies and stuff. And I sang in an acapella group. Then I got into college and started playing at bars. And then it got a little more serious and I sort of fell in love with it even more. And next thing I know, I'm in Nashville and I'm playing music every day and it became a full-time job. And 
that's uh that's sort of when it really turned when i when i got out of college and started doing this full time it really became uh more of a reality for me and were were you listening to music as a kid in in the house uh, is there anything that influenced you then any uh music uh, maybe uh, they had on the old record player at home or any of that yeah yeah we've always had music and my dad was a big uh um a big influence for me in in pushing for music he was a really big classic rock guy. He he was in high school in the in the seventies, and he listened to guys like Bruce Springsteen, uh, Bob Seger, Bob Dylan, um, like Bad Company, th- different rock bands like that. And then as I got older, he started to listen to a little bit of country music, Travis Tritt, a lot of the old guys, Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash. So I sort of got that feel. And then uh, as I got a little bit older, I did some exploring on my own, and I found some folk music. I discovered the Eagles, more country rock. And uh, that's that's kind of where it all started. But my dad's favorite artist was Bruce Springsteen, so I guess that's sort of the epicenter of where it all started. That's that's where you, it all began. Huh? Yeah. Well, you right mentioned with the boss. You mentioned Bad Company in there. We've got to give a shout out to Brian Howe. He's a follower of our show here and listens, and uh, he was the uh, second lead singer basically in Bad Company. Very cool. And uh, so he met him in Fort Myers Beach as well, and a great guy. Does a lot now uh, for uh, pet rescues and things down there in Fort Myers Beach. So check out Brian. He does concerts and things still in the uh, Florida, Southwest Florida area, and uh, playing all those great. Uh, bad company hits so let's uh let's move on here just for a minute and talk about your immediate musical career goals mike Uh, where you guys headed uh, this band uh, that you're putting together so uh right now we're uh we meet a few times a week and we play shows together quite a bit um we're putting together a set list and and working on getting tighter as a group and working on harmonies and melodies and stuff like that and uh, we're trying to sort of book regular gigs around town uh, inside of Nashville where we can play together a few times a week and get really, really tight. Um, but in the meantime, we're booking gigs outside of town. Like we've got some interest from a few festivals. We got one that we're looking to go uh, in northern Toronto next June. Um, this, there's a gentleman that approached us at one of our gigs and said, hey, I'd like to have you play at one of my festivals. So we're in the process of writing up a contract for that. Um, we're looking maybe to go to Wisconsin where, uh, one of our bandmates is from. He, he belongs to a festival there that he's been working at and, uh, just sort of trying to hit all the major cities where we can sort of branch out and sort of build a following more organically and, um, just kind of play as much as we can. But, uh, that's sort of the immediate, um, the immediate goals for us right now. And then we'll start writing our own music. We've been doing it individually. We're, we're starting to come together and write as a group, um, and when that time comes, hopefully in the next year, we'll have a good catalog of our own material and we'll be able to put on a good long show and start getting some interest from some people. And, you know, you mentioned that everybody writing their own stuff. Uh, it, one of the best things is we were talking about the Eagles earlier when I went to see the Eagles in concert and then they all played their individual hits as well with the band playing with them and all that. It was just amazing to me. Uh of all the the talent and how you can bring together an individual artist into a, a group and make it even more powerful than it was when it was the individual song. So I I look forward to hearing your guys' uh, music and uh, hearing what you put together there. I think that's going to be quite the interesting mix that you have put together. Yeah, thank you. We're we're super excited about it. We all sort of bring different things to the table, and like I said, we have very good chemistry. So I think hopefully our product will be. We'll be pretty darn good in the next year or so if we keep uh, keep plugging away at it. Okay, well let's uh, let's talk about one more thing here. Northern Lights dreams. Then, if you put this band together, uh, you know, let's let's look to the future and say, what do you where do you see yourself in a few years if this thing uh, pans out? 
Yeah, um, we've we've got some pretty big goals for ourselves. I mean, we've already made the decision that this is what we want to do. Um, the three of us want to be sort of the focal point of the group. Um, we've played a lot of acoustic gigs um, together, and we're hoping to put a full band together with some good musicians. Um, in the next five years, who knows? Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll find a label that will sign us, or or at least a publishing deal, and uh, we can start touring i think all of us sort of had the tour bug we want to kind of see the country and start playing for more people i mean we love nashville but uh we definitely want to branch out and, and see what this country has to offer and play for all different kinds of people so uh hopefully that'll be the case in the next few years i think we'll be in nashville for a little while um but that doesn't mean we won't drive around and play in different states and different cities stuff like that Oh yeah, get up here, up the road. Uh, you can come to Ohio too. Uh, there's a lot of lot of music festivals and uh, all over the country. Actually, I think that you guys could be part of there. And and Mike, it's it's been a great pleasure to have you on the show today. I hope uh, you've enjoyed being here as much as I've enjoyed having you back. It's good to talk to you again. I haven't talked to you in about a year, so uh, yeah, absolutely. Good, good to have me. you on here. I'm getting ready to head down actually to that grouper tournament uh, here in about a week, and uh, going to be down there doing that again this year. And that's a lot of fun uh, as well. Yeah, uh, you guys had a good time. I know that weekend. Yeah, it was a it was a lot of fun. Make sure you say hi to all the guys. That's a that's a wonderful weekend that that uh, they that they do for all the vets. That's a it's a great thing. I will, and folks, uh, we'll be posting Mike Godwin's information on our pages, our social media pages, or on our website at hallaroundtownradio.com. If you want to check that out, we'll post his information. And as he gets the the band uh, put together there, and they get their social media pages up and running, we'll have those uh, in links on our page as well uh, to Mike's story here. So, Mike, it's been a pleasure, like I said, to have you on today. Any last parting words for our listeners out there? Um, well, I guess just take a look at our band. You'll see the Northern Lights, like you said, Scott. Um, if you're ever in Nashville, look us up. We'll be around. And, uh, yeah, we, we really appreciate it. It mean a lot for you guys to listen to us. And thank you to you, Scott, for having me on the show and letting me make a plug for the new band. It's really hey. exciting. I appreciate it. No, we're excited to have you on, and we're excited about our uh, – little venture here backstage hall pass guys and backstage hall pass is produced by hall around town radio and you can find us on the web at hallaroundtownradio.com or on our social media pages at hall around town radio on facebook instagram and twitter so check all that out if you will folks and uh you can get on our page and you can like our podcasts and if you want to hit uh any of the likes there you can subscribe to them as well on the front page and that'll get you an email every time we drop a new episode so mike thanks again we'll see you real soon thank you scott all right folks uh, we'll see you next time right here on hall around town radio's backstage hall pass i'm scott hall thanks for listening